Welcome to the weekly podcast of Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Reverend Odette Lockwood Stewart, pastor of Epworth United Methodist Church, spoke on Sunday, July 11, 2010. Her sermon was titled, A Measure of Life. Our compassionate actions can begin only by drawing close to those we may fear. The lectionary reading is Amos chapter 7, verses 1 through 17, and Luke chapter 10, verses 25 through 37. On Thursday this week, a Los Angeles jury found Johannes Messerle guilty of involuntary manslaughter in the shooting death of Oscar Grant. It was the lightest of the three charges presented to the jury. Demonstrations and protests arose, pain mixed with outrage. Many from outside the city of Oakland took advantage of the moment to bring harm to the community itself. Dr. Amy Jill Levine, author of the book, The Misunderstood Jew, The Church and the Scandal of the Jewish Jesus, wrote these words about Jesus's parable of the compassionate Samaritan. She writes, we should think of ourselves as the person in the ditch, and then ask, is there anyone from any group about whom we'd rather die than acknowledge their help or compassion? Moreover, is there any group whose members might rather die than help us? If so, then we know how to find the modern equivalent for the Samaritan. To recognize the shock and possibility of the parable in practical, political, and personal terms. As we read this familial familial and familiar story of the beaten man on the dangerous road from Jerusalem to Jericho, Let us be mindful today that on the walls and the streets of the city of Oakland are written the words, I am Oscar Grant. Whose pain do we feel this day? Whose need calls out for compassion, for justice? When a Torah scholar asks Jesus, who is my neighbor? Jesus tells a story that flips the question, that reframes it to, am I a neighbor? How different would the trial outcome have been if the races had been reversed? There were no African-American members on the jury. This too common event in our judicial system poses the question, how does our life together as a society, as communities, stand up against the measure of God's love and justice. In the seventh chapter of the book of Amos, our verses for today, the prophet says, God showed me this vision. The Lord was standing beside a wall. In one hand, the Lord held a plumb line. God said to me, what do you see, Amos? I said, I see a plumb line. Then the Lord of life said, look what I have done. I've hung a plumb line in the midst of my people, 
I have spared them for the last time. A plumb line, a simple tool to show whether a wall or a window or a post is upright and whether it will stand over time. This is the vision of the prophet Amos as he talks to the people about the lives God calls them to live and how they have fallen short. For a builder, a plumb line reveals flaws in the structure of a building. For the prophet, the plumb line exposes flaws in the very structure of community. The prophet's image doesn't just suggest a minor correction or tweak here and there, a measure of right relationship, alignment with love and justice in every community is the very nature and will of God. Last Sunday, Marge Schultz, lawyer, author, researcher, professor of law at Bolt Hall and member of this community, led our adult study on the book Whitewashing Race, the Myth of the Colorblind Society, which she co-authored with six other persons. This multidisciplinary text documents exhaustive data. And how many of you were there last week? It was exhausting as well. Exhaustive, re- exhaustive data on realities many of us know, many of us deny, that documents and reveals the realities of persistent, permanent structural inequality, in particular between African American and European American citizens in the roughly half century of the civil rights movement. The words accumulation and disaccumulation over the years and generations are a legacy that accelerate injustice, despair, and structural violence. Marge laid out the costs of the affirmative action program that has been in place since 1640 for whites. I won't attempt to recount even a few of the numbers that Marge shared. She is going to lead a second class for a chance to ask more questions and to learn more and give more people an opportunity to read the book. But what I will report is the sense of gravitas and grief in the room as 40 of us heard the truth and felt the weight of the deeply flawed towering walls of inequality of education, health services, income, assets, opportunity between races in America. A plumb line relies on gravity to measure whether structures will stand upright. As Marge spoke last week, fact after fact dropped straight down like a plumb line, revealing again and again in community how deep and vast is the myth of the colorblind society. Alignment with God's love and justice as a matter of life and death. A scholar of law of the text, seeking to justify himself, asked Jesus, who is my neighbor? Jesus told his followers the story of a man who had been beaten and robbed on a dangerous road between Jerusalem and Jericho. He told them about two righteous passers-by who did not stop. And he told them about a third man, a Sumerian, a despised foreigner, who not only took pity on the man, but who gave him what he needed to be helped, healed, and restored. 
Then Jesus asked, which of these three do you think was neighbor to the man who was beaten? Jesus' story does not judge the robbers, nor focus on them, nor the passers-by, although often we spend a lot of time on that, nor the danger of the road, nor the man in the ditch. When others are beaten and left for dead, the standard, the plumb line, is action of the one who shows mercy, the one who is neighbor. And Jesus said, go and do likewise. The measure of our lives, individually and together, is present in acts of mercy. It shows up in compassionate actions, in clear-spoken truth to power, in mutual and respectful relationships that can begin only by drawing near, by drawing close to those we may fear as enemy. It shows up in lives dedicated to restorative justice. You know, often we worry, I know I do, what will happen if I get involved. Scripture reveals what will happen if we do not. Hear these words of the prophet Amos in the fifth chapter, as translated in Eugene Peterson's The Message. I can't stand your religious meetings. I'm fed up with your conferences and conventions. I want nothing to do with your religion projects, your pretentious slogans and goals. I'm sick of your fundraising schemes, your public relations and image making. I've had all I can take of your noisy ego music. When was the last time you sang to me? Do you know what I want? Asked God. I want justice, oceans of it. I want fairness, rivers of it. That's what I want. That's all I want. Amen. Thank you for listening to the weekly podcast of Upper United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Worship services are Sunday at 10 a.m. at 1953 Hopkins Street in Berkeley. Childcare is provided during worship. Visit our website at www.epworthberkeley.org. Amen.